And they did, and they damn sure didn't play well on on Sunday. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at that game, and I'm I'm watching this game, and I'm just seeing, like I said, Foles just didn't care. You know, he he played this game, like I said, he played this game, like you know, like he played the Super Bowl, like he just didn't care. He, you know, he was the better quarterback, and and I've been saying for the last, I've been saying all season, something about Jared Goff, I just don't like, you know, and I'm glad we didn't draft him, and I'm glad we didn't draft him because. Because it just seems like with him, he's not going to make the the plays that's going to win them a championship, you know. And I feel like in the playoffs, they may look like a one and done team again. It's possible, but I think they'll. I think it'll be the Rams versus the Saints in the in the NFC Championship. But I think that's going to go to the Saints. Yeah, most likely, at this point, most likely. But then again, it may not be the Rams and the Saints. It could be the Bears and the Saints. Who who knows? You know, it's a possibility. I mean, the Bears have a defense, so that'll keep them in, in any game, really. And then you look at, and then you look at, like I said, I mean, you know, like I said the Bears, I mean, and then the Saints have been struggling to score points here in, in recent weeks, too. You know, they played on Monday night and only put up 12 points, so... I mean, I'm not saying that the Saints are in trouble themselves offensively, you know, but I but I feel like there there's an identity, you know, there's a the little bit of an identity here, you know, that's that there could be some change, you know, that we're going to be in for a crazy month of month of January in the postseason where all these teams trying to get to the Super Bowl here, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anything can happen, man. I mean, what's even more surprising about the game is, you know, Aaron Donald and Nick, and Dominican Sue combined for I think twenty four sacks this year, almost twenty three or twenty three sacks this year. They couldn't sack Foles one time. You know, they couldn't sack Foles one time. I mean, that's unbelievable, and 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 just the fact that, you know, what one play I couldn't stop cracking up on is where. Is where Jared Goff got was about to get sacked, and he should have just gotten sacked. He he was able to get the ball, fumbled the ball, and then threw the ball, got intercepted. He should have just took the sack. You know, I mean, I mean, it was almost comical. You know, the looks he gave, and then the comical that comical part. Just it's like, it's like where has this Eagles team been all season? You know, we haven't had a game like this all season. You know how they neutralized Todd Gurley? I mean, Todd Gurley's a beast, but they neutralized him a lot. You know, he wasn't as dominant as we thought he was going to be. And and the fact that, I mean, this, you know, the receivers, none of them could take over. T- take over, And you're talking about uh, the one of the worst secondaries on paper right now. And they couldn't take over. Robert Woods and, and Brandon Cooks, they couldn't take over that game at all. You know? Yeah, well, yeah. They finally did. Uh, they finally did what they did last year, which is, you know, dominate the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's something that they haven't done, been able to do all year. You know, the defensive line has gotten pressure, but they're really 
haven't been on the same level as last year. And then the offensive line, everyone knows, you know, they've been average at best all year this year. Outside of Zach Ertz. Well, the offensive line, I mean, like, just, just the two lines. But, yeah, Zach Ertz is the only really real weapon that they've had all year in terms of skill position type players. And now you ask this to debate, you know, if Nick Foles does what he, I know it's gonna to be tough, and I and then we don't and we don't really expect it. But if Nick Foles can somehow get this team into the postseason and actually win a playoff game on the road, and then somehow, you know, everybody's like, "Huh, Nick Foles, huh, he can get us to the playoffs." What could Carson Wentz do? You know, then they're going. It's almost like once again, this French, this this organization mismanaged their quarterback position. I mean. We know Carson Wentz is a talented player, but he's never started a playoff game, and he had and he and it wasn't him that won won us the Super Bowl. It was Nick Foles. Because let me ask you this: You think he made the playoffs if Foles was starting that whole the whole year, man? Let Let me ask you this: If we if if Wentz played on Sunday night, would they have won that game? Who knows? Depends on how they. I mean, the way they've been called plays all year. You know, they, they changed their play calling up a bit this, this week, too. You know, if they just keep calling the same shit plays, I mean, they, they got to look at what's working for them. You know, they've, it seems like whenever Wentz is playing, they're, they're trying to throw the ball deep in play or, you know, they're dropping back and running long developing plays. When, you get, when they put foals out there, they know he can't do it, so they're running a lot more quicker type plays. Mm. It's actually getting the ball out and, you know, creating some space. But they also actually had a running game this week. So Well that also helps too. That also helps too. When they have a running game they're they're pretty successful winning games this year when they do have a running game. You know, even though Josh Adams and Wendell Smallwood are third string backs. Yeah. But that's all. But that's who you have. You ha- that's all you have. You have nobody else. I mean, you, nobody else is out there. You you have to go with. You know, you gotta go with what you have. But obviously, everybody played their role offensively very well on uh, on Sunday night. You know, and like I said, that means that we still have meaningful football. That means when you come back here this weekend, you go down, you play, you watch the Houston Texans. It's actually a football game that actually matters. But like I said, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here because if this team makes the playoffs, I hope they do make the playoffs as a wild card, you know. I don't want them to win the division. I know that, you know, we all would like to see Dallas, you know, fumble fumble what they have, you know, because they, they damn sure fumbled it on Sunday. But this, this Eagles team, I think they can go play in Chicago and beat the Bears. Something tells me that they can, you know. If you could get a hat on Mitchell to to Bisky, you know, but who knows? But I'm not. But I'm not going to look into in ahead because they still have work to do. The Eagles don't control their destiny, so they have to obviously need some help. They need a win out and obviously need some help. You know, Minnesota still. You know, they 
they got rid of DeFilippo, and somehow their offense exploded for 41 points against the Dolphins on Sunday. So that wasn't a help. But Seattle losing to to 49ers is something that sadly has gone very much overlooked compared to every to all the experts, you know? Like, they've forgotten that they got beat by the 49ers. And now they have the Chiefs come into town on Sunday night. And both team and both of them need to win. Both of them need to win. The Chiefs do not want to be on the road in the postseason and and Seattle hopes to be that fifth seed. You know? A lot for one for one of them, a loss a loss on Sunday night could be devastating to their to their to their postseason hopes. You know? So yeah, that that's gonna be interesting. So, you know, and then, and then, like I said, in other news: Carolina got rid of you know Cam Newton's out. He, they, you, you did mention a week or so ago that he has a shoulder injury, and it obviously ruled his ugly head on Sun on Monday night. They realized that they could they couldn't beat the Saints in a low scoring matchup, so they shut him down for the season. So that probably means Ron Rivera is going to have to coach for his job now, potentially. Or does he survive? Or does he get another year next year? I don't know, man. I mean, they, uh, um, I don't know if that's, I don't know that franchise, man. They, um, I think they might give him another shot. Just, but just the way the season ended. I mean, they were six and two at one time. Remember, and then they go to Pittsburgh and get their ass blown out the door on Thursday night and they never recovered from that. You know? I mean, they weren't very good on the road this year either. They haven't been very good on the road. I mean, there's a lot of teams, a lot of big-name teams that have struggled on the road this year. But obviously, Carolina, you know, if they don't if they don't come back against us, they would have been winless on the road this year. Yeah, I know. And then you look at Dallas. I mean, they all smelling themselves. I mean, it, it it even hurts me to my core that we lost. To, we got swept by the Cowboys. When the next week they go to Indianapolis and do nothing out there, you know. Yeah, and well, Dak Eagles should have won that game too. And da- and Dak Prescott just looked. See, Dak. Th- this is the problem. You look at you look at the Dallas recent history. Tony Romo is a much better quarterback. We can both agree Tony Romo is a much better quarterback than Dak Prescott. You know? Yeah. I mean, if if Tony Romo had that great defense, uh, a, a defense that apparently Dallas has now, he could have won a championship or at least gotten to a Super Bowl if he didn't choke if he didn't choke himself. You know? That's the sad thing. Because Dak Prescott, I don't know if you can win a playoff game with him. Because you saw what the Eagles did to him last week, and they didn't even play a good game. You know, they didn't even play a good game against against the Cowboys. And Dak Prescott just kept making mistake after mistake. You know? So it's obvious that Dallas has to realize that, you know, they're going to have to win despite of Dak Prescott instead of because of Dak Prescott. 
So that's going to be interesting. That's going to be an interesting. That's going to be an interesting deal these next these final two weeks of the season. But they should. But they're going to win on against Tampa Bay on Sunday. They should. They should. I. I you know, unfortunately, we're gonna have to we have to pick that game, but we'll see. But let's look at the AFC side, and like I said, we have Houston coming here on Sunday. Now, last night I was listening to Sal, to my my buddy, my my buddy Sal Palantonio, his football show, and he had Bill O'Brien on. He had the head coach of the Texans on his show, and there and you and you wonder if, if he was putting out bulletin board material for Sunday's game, you know. Kind of like, kind of like an inner game plan show, you know, because I watch that show every Saturday, the the game plan on my phone or the computer or something, you know, and I wonder if they were if they were going through some things there with, you know, with Bill O'Brien. That was kind of unique, you know. You get the head coach of of the opposing team. You you rarely get that opportunity to spread some secrets out there. You gotta be careful. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, we look at the situation. I mean. Obviously, we watched the Chargers and Chiefs game last week, or I did. And like I said, it's going to get real interesting this weekend. Both of them playing some very some tough, you know, tough matchups. I mean, we got the Chiefs on the road in Seattle. Not an easy place to play at this time of the year. And obviously, a desperate Seattle team who dropped the ball last week against the 49ers. And obviously, the Chiefs know that. They've worked all year, and Patrick Mahomes obviously playing out of his mind every week, playing hard. But it looks like, and you mentioned this before, Andy Reid's shortcomings are starting to show its ugly head again. And I have a funny feeling it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna ruin the Chiefs' chances at a Super Bowl appearance again. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays Yeah, but this is like I said. This is the problem he he has had for years, and especially since he became the head coach out there. You know, because remember, this is his sixth season. Five previous seasons, only one playoff victory. I mean, seriously, you know, come on now. I mean, the problem is he's probably he's probably going to coach there another ten, fifteen years because the media out there is softer than putty out there in Kansas City. And it's, and it's not like anybody else can do the job, but then again, you look at Maury Schottenheimer, and you and and his memory sadly going away. He's got dementia, but you act, but you actually think that if he still has some of his memory left, he's like, boy, Andy Reid's just like me back in the nineties out there. Yeah. <laughs> just what am I? What what the hell? He always has a team that could win a championship, but he just can't find a way. Like I said, Sunday night's going to tell us a lot about the Chiefs and how good they really are. You know, how good they must really be. Because you look at the Chargers, I think they're the best team in the league right now. Of, of any team. I, I, I'm even putting over the Saints right now. Because they're a team that's won on the road in tough places. 
you know, they got wins in Pittsburgh from behind, Kansas City from be- from behind, you know. And they went to Seattle and beat the Seahawks. So now, you know, they should have no problem, in my opinion, beating the Ravens on Saturday night. And that could very well put them in a position where they, where the road to the Super Bowl goes in their little little soccer stadium and not at Arrowhead. You know? Yeah, man. We'll, we'll see. I mean, they're gonna, I think they're going to have the top time with the Ravens, too. You know? I mean, the Ravens, whenever you go up against a team that has a top-notch, top-three defense, it's, it's, you know, typically you're not going to blow them out. So, I think, that's, I think it's going to be a close game. But, yeah, I think that the, the Chargers are going to pull it out. Well, we're going to know who the real... I really believe that after when you look at these, when you look at three Pacific games, you know you look at three Pacific games. To me, I look at it like this: Kansas City at, at Seattle, Baltimore at San, at 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 Chargers, and then Pittsburgh against the Saints. We'll se- we'll see who how good some of these teams in the AFC really are. You know, because the problem is Indianapolis, as good as they are playing. They might not make the playoffs. They may be like the Eagles. They might be hitting their stride at the right time, but the time might. But they were too little, too late to to get in because they may get still shut out. But we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens here because neither Colts and the Eagles are going to win their division. They need to rely on the wild card, but they need they need help too, and and that's going to be that's going to be tough, you know. But win out, but you, but they have to keep doing what they're doing to win the to win the postseason. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, yeah, man. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens this weekend, man. It's gonna be uh, gonna tell us a lot about both the AFC and NFC and NFC, you know. Um, Sets up and then it sets up for a wild final week of the regular season, and if we and we, if we think about last how the regular season ended last year for some teams, it could be that way again on Sunday next next Sunday in week seventeen. It could be a it could be a it could be a it could be a a, a celebration or a funeral in some locker rooms after these games in week seventeen. Yeah, I know, man. Um, I mean, just. Just going back to the Eagles in general, you know, um, they, they basically need to win out and they need to lose one game. They can't um, afford to lose any game. They have to beat they have to be Houston and then they have to be Washington in, in DC and, and and I look at that last game and that's not an easy game either because Josh Johnson actually has done a very good job with with the Redskins since taking over from Mark Sanchez, he's not a pushover like Sanchez. He can he can hurt you with his legs too. Uh, he's been decent, but that, that's for any real playoff team. That's that's a win. And plus, Washington's is still in the mix too. Even as as bad as things have gotten there in the last month and a, and a half, it's gotten very it's gotten very it's gotten very you know they they found a way to beat. A bad Jacksonville team, you know. Yeah. So they're still in the mix. Said, man, they got as long as they win their last two, 
I think they'll actually be in because you look at the the Vikings are the only other team that stands in their way right now, and um, you know they got the Lions this week, so that, I mean that's a win. But the last week, week seventeen, you know they're playing they're playing Chicago, and they may still need that game if they can they can potentially get a bye, and they may need that last game. Yeah, I, I mean it's unlikely that they're going to get a bye. Because you look at the Rams' last two games, and they play, I think, Arizona and San Francisco. So, I mean, they'll they'll win their last two games. But at the same time, as long as the Bears can win this week, then they'll they'll have something to play for in Week 17, so they're not going to be able to rest their starters. So, yeah, well, well, it's going to get interesting because, like I said, Minnesota needs to lose one more game. But... Right now, to be Detroit, that game against Detroit next on Sunday, the fact of the matter is in the end of, on the NFC side, most of the games are at one o'clock. You know, it's not later in the afternoon. Most of the games that's going to play into the playoff, how the playoffs are going to be won, is at one o'clock, and then the Seattle game is the Sunday night game as well. So, is at Sunday night. So. A lot's going to be determined, you know. Most of the NFC is playing at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, we're going to we're gonna talk Saturday, right? Or are we, are, we, are we going to try to do these two games here for Saturday's games? Yeah, man. I was going to see what you wanted to do. I mean, we could either do, like, Saturday... Like like normally on Sunday we we talk around in late morning we could do that on Saturday or like Friday after work whichever is better for you doesn't matter. Uh, it's good. It probably well I'm working on Friday. I'll be out working on Friday. So Saturday probably Saturday. Where where are you at twelve o'clock Saturday? Yeah, I'll be around. All right. Well, Saturday at twelve we'll preview all. All the games. We'll preview the, the 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 Saturday the Saturday games and everything else. So. All right, man. Yeah, that works. And and then and like I said, next Wednesday when we when 